Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the Flux to Post podcast. I am your host, Jason Lacey, joined as always by Lucas Rose. Hello. And it is Monday, the 21st of March, 2016. How are you? Yes, it is. Good. Um, you know, I'm feeling very sprightly, very spry, because uh, it is the beginning of spring, if I'm not mistaken, correct? <laughs> yeah, it, today is technically the first day of spring, and it's so funny you mentioned that, because we have, like, a winter storm watch for Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> I heard, like, eight inches of snow or something uh, I, ridiculous. I doubt it'll be anywhere close to that, but... It probably won't even snow. It'll probably be the warmest day of the year. Ah, <sighs> warmest day of the year. Mm. We'll but find yeah, out. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We'll find out. Good. 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 Glad. The the Red Wings have won a couple games in a row since our last chat. Yes. Finally. They're trying doing everything they can to stumble and fall into the playoffs so we can be eliminated in the first round yet again. They they had to play garbage teams so they could get their confidence back. Actually garbage teams usually means we lose. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, that's right. We always find a way to lose against the what should be easy teams you gotta score goals to win the games gowls well when you're it seems to me that your rookie player is the one who's doing most of the work from what i've seen on facebook anyway i haven't been watching many of the games but a lot of the replays end up being dylan larkin yeah i haven't i've definitely not watched uh i've probably watched like in full start to finish maybe five Mm -hmm. games i think all season it's just yeah that's not good it's too bad. It's too bad. Well, there's sure. a little impromptu hockey talk for you. Yeah, hockey talk. But there are only like uh, I think like at least for the Wings, there's like only like ten games left. So oh, final wow. push. So final final countdown. Yeah, you went with it. Ah, <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah. Uh, I figured you were drinking something. I uh, yes, my uh, lovely wife brought me some chai. It's Ooh. also a uh, to keep promoting. It's a wild tree <laughs> option. You just nice. add milk, in our case, almond milk, and this little chai mix, and stir it up and boil it. Mm-mm-mm. Tastes just like chai tea. Well, there you go. It's nature's <sighs> bounty. It's delightful. Mm. I feel like I should be talking like this now. Mm, you know that is <laughs> that is quite quite pleasant on the palate. Mm. Mm. You're like nice. an NPR it's host nice. now. Yes, it's quite. Quite nice. <clears throat> yes, but enough about that. <laughs> That's not why you people paid to listen to the show. You yep. came here for the for those fun of, stuff. For those who are left. <laughs> for those who are left. All right, Lucas. Yes. Hit me up. What exciting things happened in this past week? In you real life? Some zany antics in your uh, real life. Dude, so frustrated, my friend. Mm-hmm. Because, and I know you'll know, I know you can relate, because it happens to us every time. I thought that was the catalyst. The combination had to be you and I together for this. No, I'm starting to think You're telling me the plague has spread. I'm starting to think that I am the common uh, denominator in in this equation of horribleness. Um, So, I went to see a movie. Uh, Uh I went and saw The Revenant with my wife on Saturday, and... um, you know, we haven't been to the, mo- the movies in a while, and that one's been out for some time. But, man, there's, like, nothing good playing at the theaters 
recently. So other than Zootopia was the only other one that we were thinking about. So that that really tells you what's going on, what's going down at the movie theater. Yeah, because yeah, I'm um, guessing Danette doesn't really want to see Cloverfield. No, she has no interest in that. And she also has no interest in that horrible, uh, what is it, Allegiance, the um, Divergent oh. series movie, mm-hmm. which turned really, out that to seems, be That turd. seems more like up her alley. Well, it was until it turned out awful. <laughs> oh, well, that'll, like, that'll do it. Yeah. So, so we, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, this movie's been out for a while, and this makes me happy because usually it means nobody's going to show up to the movie theater, right? I mean, normally right. it'll be like two other couples or something like that. Uh, it was mostly empty. I mean, there were more people than I thought there were going to be, but I would say there was probably 20 people, in, including us all together. Okay. Um, so we sat in the front row. Okay, so there's two rows in the front, like what you would consider to be like, you know, tilt back and watch the which, movie. Uh, which theater was this at? You were at the, uh, This the was bu- North. Oh, okay. Celebration Cinema North. And, uh, you know, I, I got those. picture it in my head now. Yeah, you can. You can. Paint, painting a picture with words is my specialty. Um, wordsmith. <laughs> thank you. Um, so... If you remember me talking about the reclining chairs up at the front uh, when we went and saw Star Wars, then you uh, know what I'm talking about. But the first two rows have these reclining chairs instead of regular movie theater seats. And so I was like, you know what? Let's try one row back and we'll do those ones. I think that'll be okay. And it was. It was very comfortable and uh, not too close, not as close as the other one, other the front row is. But behind us is like the aisle where people would walk uh, through to get to the bathrooms or whatever. And then behind, and then in that aisle kind of set up towards the butting up against the rest, the next aisles of seats is another reclining set that is in with the handicap section. And there are two seats there that were taken over by, uh, what I found out later was a, uh, kind of like mid twenties girl, I think. And must be her father or something like this older man who was probably 50, 55, something like that. And this guy is one of those old people who has to talk throughout the entire movie. Like, I don't know if it needed to be explained to him, but they literally were just having a discussion as loud as you and I are talking right now, basically. And if you've seen The Revenant, you know that it is not a very loud movie for most of the parts. And so, you know, we'll just be sitting there and all of a sudden you'll hear him go, now that's that's his wife, right? Or that's his girlfriend? Okay, and, and that's his son? You know, like that, but in like old man talky voice. And eventually, like, for for some reason it didn't bother me this time as much as it normally does. I don't know why, but I mean, it was still annoying as hell but um eventually my wife turned around and said can you guys please please be quiet and oh kudos to her yeah i know i was like wow um and you know they kind of hushed for a few minutes but then right after that they just started talking again like that's terrible and then she said it again and then she went and complained to the movie theater, which at that point I said, don't bother. Cause I had gone to the bathroom to see what this, you know, who these people were, but I also had to go. And so I look over there and I'm like, okay, these people are clearly never going to change. They're too set in their way. Like this old guy 
clearly is not going to understand because he had this. I mean, he just looked like somebody who doesn't give a rat's ass, I guess. And so, and I don't even think it was from a place of being mean. He just doesn't know any better, I don't think. And so, um, so they, so Danette went and complained to the concierge at the movie theater. And I mean, what are they going to do? Give them a moviegoers ticket? Like, oh, you're fined five popcorn dollars for <laughs> talking to him. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, what are I you mean, supposed to you, do? Yeah. So it's just annoying that, and actually that's what I find frustrating the most. I don't mind when people react to the movie. I don't even care if people do like little comments here and there, but it's just like the constant mumbling that I have Mm -hmm. a problem with. I'm just like, you know, if you remember it, we had a weird experience with that movie too, with just people being stupid and annoying and yeah. So yeah, it, well, and yeah, it doesn't help when you're watching, well, see, and that's another thing. It's either for me, it's either older people who just don't know any better, and it's always like these older gentlemen who who just think it think they're at home. Like this is the way they probably watch movies at home, and then they go to a movie theater and then act the exact same way, and it's not acceptable. I'm sorry, but you're disturbing everyone around you, and there's a certain etiquette that we've talked about before, and you're breaking it. And the other thing is or the other thing that we usually run to in, in into our younger, like teenager kids say like anywhere from 14 to 20, I guess that will sit on their phones. And especially with movies like this, they'll overreact to something that's not supposed to be funny or, you know, take it in a juvenile manner or they'll sit on their phone. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's the reason why I don't go to the movie theater anymore. People, you know what? I don't mind paying a little bit of extra money to go to the movie theater if I'm going to go see a movie that I want to see in the theater. Like, I think it's worth it to go see in the theater. I don't think it's movie theaters that are ruining movie theaters. I think it's the people that go to them. <laughs> like, I don't want to be around you people. I'm sorry. But if you, if that's the... And it's unfortunate because, like, 90% of people are normal. But you get one group and it ruins the whole movie going experience. No, I, so. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, that was pretty much the biggest ordeal that I dealt with over the past week. I don't think nothing else really happened. Um, so nothing interesting anyway. So, yeah, just ugh, so annoyed. I, I don't know. I don't even know. I feel like it happens every time I go to the movies. I don't so. even know how to feel anymore. I know. It's so frustrating. And every time I, every time it happens, I go, why do we go to the movie theater? Right. It makes you... Well, then it makes you appreciate when you do go to something like Star Wars when there's all those people that are, like, into the movie. Yeah, and, no you know, kidding. It makes those experiences that much more special, I guess I'll it, say. Exactly. And it wasn't even quiet. It's not like it was quiet then, but like you said, people are into the movie. They're reacting to it. They're not just talking over it. So, Right. It's, it's funny because um, <laughs> we, we were having a similar discussion on the way uh, we were supposed to meet uh, someone, for a friend for... Uh, early lunch, late breakfast type of thing who they mm-hmm. had to cancel. So Jess and I were like, well, we're already planning on it, so let's just continue to go. And, uh, you know, on the way there, we were having, we were actually having this kind of, this kind of same conversation about, you know, um, you know, not, not to say that we're, you know, we're by no means perfect people or things like that, but I like to think that we go with, go out of our way to help people or try to do always offer our assistance or I'm, I'm always like overly, you know, we try to be respective of, 
other people's mm-hmm. surroundings, you know, things Space like that. Space and yeah, and but generally we like, courteous. But we were like, you know, <laughs> we're sorry that, but most people are just horrible nowadays. People are just mm-hmm. horrible, and um, so we went to Marika Trebes, which I don't know. Have you ever? Have I've you ever never been, been there. No. Not personally. Okay, it, it is uh, it is located in what's called the East Hills part of Grand Rapids. For those of you who are not from this area, it is um, it's a very popular um, dining destination. They're only open, I think, uh, six days a week, and they're only open until like um, you know, like breakfast and lunch are all they serve. And it, like it's gonna, they don't have the most seating, so if you show up pretty much any time, usually count on at least a thirty minute wait. So um, we get there, and they're known for like um, you know vegan and um vegan and ve- uh vegetarian and with a and i mean they have full normal course meals too but i can't remember um the founder to create marie herself had passed away a, a few years back and her son mm-hmm. is the one who runs the restaurant now but they have a, like a bakery as well so i can't remember what um ethnic style most of her food is in but that's besides the point so you know, we get there and it's really busy and they're like, oh, we're about a 45 minute wait. Is that all right? We're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, we expected it. Put our name on the list and then they have just, you know, a, a, a line to paper, like on a clipboard type thing. You know, they're just scribbling your name down. They cross yep. off. Yeah. Yep. You know, that type of system, you know, uh, as, as typical with East, East, Grand, <laughs> East town, Grand Rapids. And uh, we go hang out in the other section because they have coffee while we're waiting and we're just talking, have a good time. And, you know, after a while we're like, you know, it's been, it's been like, an hour what you know we should just go see what we're, we're at on the list yeah because we've seen people around us that people that we were you know there before us have all kind of gone so sure enough we get up there to our the list our name is scratched off and there's like two names after us that have already been scratched off huh. and i i immediately i'm just like i go into like rage mode i'm like what the f which for and, you is like angry face but like (laughs) sullen quietness and and i'm notorious too for like not speaking up not to i don't want to rock the boat i don't uh i'm not i don't i'm not saying that i'm afraid of confrontation but i don't i won't it's not your style do it typically yeah and i'm not and it's not that i don't want to stand up for myself but it's just you know typically like i don't like to it's like the whole social thing i don't like to order food like online I, i will get out of it i'll try to get out and like no you can order just you know stuff like just yeah. weird you know weird quirks about me but i was like what the hell i'm like this is bs we waited here all this time and then somebody took our spot mm-hmm. you know somebody did somebody seriously steal our table and we're sitting there and then finally like you know a server person comes by and it was like oh have you been helped yet i'm like yeah actually this is us here under jessica oh so we- so you looked at the list without anybody there yeah Okay. Okay. I yeah. wasn't sure if anyone was standing there. From no, the and I'm like, yeah, we've been waiting over an hour. We've been over to the section, and nobody ever came to call us. Call us, and I see that we're crossed off. So did somebody steal us? Because we've been waiting here, and yeah. So they sat us right away. You know, apologize, but yeah. um, it's just like, are you? I, I mean, okay. There's just other things could happen. You know, it could have gotten a mix up. Uh, they could have. You know, because they'll they always come in and call. They like they do. You know, first call, the last call mm-hmm. for somebody, and they'll, and they'll come to the other because we're in the other different part of the restaurant. And they'll come over there and check too. So it could have been something could have happened, or something they could have got a cancellation. And our name could have gotten crossed off by mistake, or partially crossed off, and someone crossed it all the way. You know, there's there's logical explanations for this. But in my head, what happened is you know they're like, oh, last call for Jessica, and then someone's like, oh, that's us. Yeah. You know? 
and yeah, they're not it. here anyway. And so the whole whole rest of the time, I was like <laughs> telling her, I'm like, I want to know who took our table. I yeah, want to no know kidding. who took it. Like you couldn't. I'm. Ho- I really hope that those 15 minutes you saved by taking our table, because your lives are clearly more important than ours. But it was just. It was just so perfect because we were just talking about people being horrible, and then someone s- steals our table Jeez. at a restaurant. You know, for say 20 allegedly. Minutes, you know, allegedly. Now, now, do is there a hostess there? A host or hostess that is no, because they don't really have a sec- uh, like a waiting area like that. You know, someone will okay. typically like there's a couple employees that besides like seating people and doing other numerous jobs there, they'll kind of help maintain that too, but they mm-hmm. don't have like a, a host, you know, any sort of like that in their, in their cafe. Okay. So, I was going to say, know. cause you think the person would be like, uh, I'm pretty sure you're not the same people who told me they were Jason. And yeah. Jessica. And they've got so many, so many customers coming in and out. You know, I, I don't think they can quite keep that straight, but I was just like, are you kidding me? You yeah. know, I was just, I was, I was very upset. <laughs> so I would we, be too. We had our identity stolen at uh, at breakfast, lunch Those bastards. on Saturday, and then actually that same day too, I went to a new brewery with my brother, which is in Cedar Springs, uh, the Cedar Spring Cedar Springs Brewing Company. They're all uh, like Germanic style, so I had a Dunkel and a Marzen, and it's, it's pretty good. It's a little bit of a stretch for you know it's outside of Grand Rapids, but uh, it was a good time. It was a good time because it was his birthday. Um, on Sunday, so me and a couple of his friends went out on Saturday. Nice. I uh, yeah, this looks. Uh, I think Danette's brother told us about this and and said that we should go check it out. Would you Would you recommend it? Yeah, I mean their so. beer from what I had was good. I mean I don't have a lot of German beer, you know. I can't really compare that. Um, at least, but it, I mean at least definitely in a micro setting uh, or a craft beer setting it's nice to have that uh that option you know because otherwise you know the only time i've had any you know beers of that style is um you know like when we we did you know you've gone to it before with us you know the Oktoberfest events and then i feel like yeah um i feel like i've had a dunkel and a marzen um from some sort of other craft breweries i can't well, you know on the show we don't talk about that happened we uh the episode uh we also had that german Ooh. beer the ghost Ooh. the fright Geist or whatever the hell it was called. We don't. Pretty talk sure about that was that. German. Oh, a show that we don't not speak of. <laughs> so I have it in this room here still somewhere. I think Speaking it's of beer, beer. I'm gonna oh. pop one here. This is a 2015 Founders Kentucky Breakfast Out. Oh shit! Bottled. Here's the interesting. It was bottled on February 18th, 2015. So oh. it has been cellared for a year. Delicious. Um, still has a decent head, though, for being a... I have three of these left, so I will make sure to save one for you. Oh, thank you, sir. At least to, to try I, I, I just want to try it, yeah. Um, you know, I actually... Saturday has been my designated uh, drinking day. Apparently, well, night, really. And uh, I had... Another wire, uh, Weyerbacher, I think is how you say that. Uh, I've had a Weimar. few. Yeah, exactly. Weyerbacher. Uh, I've had a few beers. They did the um, Blithering Idiot, and I think they did that Monk beer that I had as well. Um, but this one was the Quad, the Belgian-style quad, quadruple ale. So, you know, 11.8% alcohol. <laughs> so oh, that's, gosh. Uh, 
that's uh yeah i needless to say i didn't drink uh the other beer i drank was like yeah. 5.8 or something uh but what was frustrating the reason why i'm bringing this up is because you said that that was uh cellared for a year and i was looking up on untapped to see what other people had rated it because i really enjoyed it i thought it was very good uh kind of had a very smooth um kind of dark fruit taste to it kind of like fig or something like that and uh, or dates and I noticed that the way that they had described it, because it's not on the bottle, but they had described that this is a kind of beer where if you buy a six pack, it can be bottle aged and it will change the 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 qualities of the beer. And once I read that, I was already I had already poured it out and everything, and I was looking at the the label, and it's not there's no um, date on it or anything either. So I was kind of um, wondering. Oh no no oh my gosh. As I live and breathe, I just found it. It's stamped onto the bottle on the back. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so this was bottled eleven oh six fifteen. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better because I was like, I'm looking on the actual label, not the bottle itself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, gosh, why is there no label on here? How or no date? How would you know? You know how long it's been sitting around. So this was about. Then this was, what would that be? About five months old, four. So not even that old, not even that yeah, old. Yeah. So well, that was my major complaint was that I was like, oh, it could be bottle aged. And I, how would I ever know other than how long I've had it personally, how old it was. So, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. So I guess my point is moot now and I just waste everybody's time. Bum, bum, bum. Here we go. Um, yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't have a cellar or anything, but I, you know, I had enough of this beer from last year at this time. So you know, people go crazy about trying to get this beer, and it's yes. just like, eh, I mean, it is good, but I, it is like a bit overhyped. So, um, what is whatever? What is that's it, the founder's way a little bit, you know? Yeah, it is what it is. So uh, I figured, yeah, I'm like kind of the same way. Saturday, it's usually my main. If I'm going to have a beer, it's one or two on that day. And I was just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going on vacation this weekend. I'm going to have one now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You are the master of your domain. But, you know, summer's coming up and you are going to have to fit into that bikini. So, yeah, right. It definitely has, um, it's definitely got a different taste because it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not the same beer when it's, it's definitely a bit, um, flatter. Tastes um, like dirt and dust. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a bit, a different, does the ABV go up when you let it sit there? Uh, no, it's okay. not like it doesn't like it's not like wine or anything like that where it's gonna, you know, it's not gonna get stronger. Okay, because your your you know alcohol is produced by your your living sugar. yeast, yeah, feeding oh, yeah. on sugar, and your yeast is gonna go dormant, you know. The yeast particles are gonna eventually go into hibernate, and they're gonna run out of sugar molecules to nom 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 on so. I see. So basically, it. add as much sugar as you can to your beer, and you'll have like whiskey. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. Not not quite. Not damn quite. it. Damn it. Uh, some yes. important stuff to get into. If, if yes. you may or may have not noticed, uh, our feed kind of went a bit dark for uh, probably a a good chunk of last week i think it was what saturday friday night i think i got it it was at least three two or three days 
Yeah. So we are we've been in the process of you know we've been we've wanted to do this for a while and then finally we just we started to get enough positive traction like let's just do it. So we pulled the trigger and we've been revamping our website. Yeah. Um, we also while doing that managed to deactivate most of the posts that are feeding our podcast feed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was probably what Wednesday or Thursday that happened. So all the episodes probably if you hadn't gotten them, I think they like they kind of sat up there for a while and then we had an issue where our feed was only showing episode one of the podcast. And then um, I sense you know we've, we've discovered it, fixed it, and then got the feed working again. So now our the feed is back. Um, so apologize if you weren't able to access the episode as early as you'd like. If you do subscribe to the show uh, via uh, the XML file, the actual feed URL, you should see that our new artwork, similar to what is up on the website, is present. Apparently, iTunes does not want to accept that, and it's still using our old old artwork. But, uh, yeah, we yes. have uh, the feed should be back up and functioning. So, again, we're sorry about that. And um, we're still working out the kinks. We do have the new site up at flexibos.com. We'd love for you to check it out. Give us your feedback. Um, it's definitely not a pleasant experience on mobile. Um, no. There's probably a good chance that, this is a theme we'll have to migrate away from just for functionality sake. It looks pretty good and functions all right on desktop, but the mobile experience leaves a whole lot to be desired. Yes. Um, but still, we'd love to see what your thoughts are. So check it out. Um, and if your podcast app downloaded a bunch of our episodes again, uh, <laughs> we apologize for that as well. Yes. So it was not our intention. Now I do think like it didn't happen personally on my app, but for, I did check like the stats lines today and all of a sudden we have like a hundred more downloads this month than we did last month. Nice. I, I, I think that might be partially responsible. No, to this. I refuse to believe it. I think we're getting oh, oh, very yeah. popular. Oh yeah. There you go. Because, uh, you know, we've had, um, according to the blueberry stats, all uh-huh. other episodes before episode 98, we had 169 downloads of previous oh, episodes. But maybe these are people that never listened to earlier episodes and are like, hey, let's check it out. So, Yeah, uh, it's already on my device. Might as well just leave it on there. I might as well listen to it. So, um, um, I just want to note, too, that we also are kind of integrating our YouTube channel into the website so that, that you can access those videos from our website as well as opposed to necessarily having to go to uh, YouTube. Now, not everything yeah. will be up there. But yeah, we're trying We're trying to actually use the site a little more. <laughs> yeah, more blogs. I think we'll definitely be blogging a bit more because it's just easier for you guys to distinguish between what's a media post and what's a blog post, and, and everything's mm-hmm. just kind of sorted out a little bit more. And to me, that, that helps me immensely anyway because – <laughs> I I was uh, tinkering around with it and there's a way to put everything in like a full screen from border to border mode and it's just like overwhelming with all the, the episode art and everything. I don't oh, know gosh. why you would ever want to do that. So yeah, I, I we're, we're trying to keep things nice and neat and tidy for you so you can easily go there, find out what's new, what's noteworthy and uh, yeah. And enjoy the content. At so least just go there, there. And, and marvel at Lucas's awesome artwork that is gracing oh, the page thank you. now. Thank uh, you. Have you been moving him, or does 
Gutsman just slowly migrate across the page. <laughs> you know, he goes wherever he wants. It's Gutsman. I keep you seeing him in different spots. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I was uh, I was actually, when we started looking more at the uh, mobile and how it wasn't working and everything, I moved him around and made him smaller. I actually made our logo smaller a little bit, too, just because it was taking up more room than, you know, you'd have to scroll down almost a page worth before you'd actually get to any content. So I was like, "Mm, let's, let's play around with this. So yes, I did move him around, migrated him into different areas. So, you know, he might move again. You never know. Flip sides, see what it's like on the left side over there. So, okay, perfect. Well, there you have it. Please check out uh, flexibos.com. Do it. And uh, yeah, hopefully we don't, we don't have any food feed episode feed issues for this week's episode so (laughs) with that lucas yes how about i mean i've got the party going here in my hand okay with with the beer beer. (laughs) let me me clarify and let's talk some what you plan (laughs) all right (laughs) oh boy well let me take that party into my own hands excellent choice of words my ears surely I love it. I, if, there we go. That's that's going to be titled of the episode, Hand Party. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to find images for that. Oh, God. <laughs> that cover art's going to be sweet. Just use the master hand <sighs> from Super Smash Brothers. Oh, jeez. And Glover. Pretty much anything that or is that, a hand. What was that, that guy from the, the Hamburger Helper? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh, With the red nose? I don't remember. We'll use the Arby's oven mitt too. Okay. Um, so hopefully my stuff will be pretty quick. Uh, Metro Last Light, just wanted to mention, I beat it. Uh, I actually beat it today. I got to a point where last night I was like, I knew I knew I was getting close, but I was just like, oh, gosh, I got to stop. Um, it was all right. It's uh, kind of – it picked up towards the end, but there was this weird area in between where you just kind of feel like you're – not really accomplishing accomplishing anything because it's all about journeying from one metro station to another. So these weird there's these weird parts where you're just kind of going through um, buildings and hallways and outdoor areas, but it's all really narrow kind of mm-hmm. uh, obvious paths that you have to get to get there. Uh, the story kind of picked up a little bit, but it was it was interesting, but it wasn't really delivered in a way that made me feel like I I cared that much. So, like, towards the end, I was just running everywhere. I was just like, all right, I want to get this done. Come on. Uh, I wasn't being a sneaky, just kind of getting through the firefights and stuff. So, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't a bad made game or anything. I just, I wanted to complete it. And it took me about 10 hours to get through the whole thing. So, uh, glad I got that over with. So, it's not just sitting on my hard drive half finished. Um, Mm -hmm. I also finished... Pandora's Lunchbox, that was the book I was reading uh, about the chemicals that go into our food, like the uh, everything from uh, vitamin additives that they have to Ugh. spray back onto cereal to give it, you know, any kind of nutritional benefit, all the way to, um, you know, artificial flavors and stuff like that. Um, so I finished that and, you know, it was it was all right. It wasn't exactly what I... It wasn't as in-depth, I guess, or maybe it was too in-depth. I don't know. But the information that I was kind of thinking about that was going to be in there wasn't really present. So I was kind of bummed about that. Uh, But it was still interesting. I just – I didn't feel like I learned anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like I could 
go out and say, all right, mm-hmm. this is not a good food for me to eat um, because it has this, this, and this in it or whatever. Um, I mean, that that's kind of hard to do anyway because there's so much stuff. I think I read in there that uh, she said there's like more than 2,000 approved additives or something. Don't quote me on that, but it's some insane number. So – I mean, yeah, like I said before, it's it's not a book about like, oh, you should stop eating all food ever unless you grew it yourself. But um, it does just kind of open your eyes and say, hey, you know, if you're going to eat this kind of food, then moderation is basically the best practice practice. And here is why. So, uh, you know, interesting from that aspect, but uh, not quite as um, walked away, not feeling as um, um confident in that area as I would have liked to have been by reading a book like that. So, um, and then the last thing, uh, like I said, I went to the movie theater, I uh, mm-hmm. watched the Revenant and, um, now you said you watched this movie as well, Jason. Yep. Um, I don't rem- honestly, I don't remember what you had already covered and what you said about it, but I will say that I really liked this movie. Um, it is kind of a weird fusion of classic storytelling meets newer uh, modern uh, film techniques, I guess. Or maybe the other way around. I don't remember how I put it. I was talking to Mike about it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I enjoyed it a lot, but I, it's one of those movies where I don't think I would watch it anytime soon again. It's just... It's kind know, of it's intense. Too, Yes, yes, it's two and a half hours, and they don't exactly fly by. There's parts that do, but uh, there's there's a because this the story is basically a revenge story. It's nothing um, outside the realm of really any revenge story, and it's really the focus of the narrative. And so once you kind of know what it's getting at, like okay, this guy's not going to die. Um, you kind of can see where it's headed. And I think that's what makes it feel like it's going slower than it really is. But there are some excellent scenes. Like you're like you said, I mean, this movie is just brutal. It actually made me kind of, it made me and my wife both queasy a little bit when the bear attack happens. I mean, we all know there's a bear attack. It's in the trailer, but you do not know if you haven't seen the movie, you do not know what is involved in that. And boy, it is, it is gruesome. And there's quite a lot of that, not even just with the bear attack, but pretty much any of the, um, any of the uh, uh, battle scenes, and there there aren't a ton, but there are a few, and they last. Uh, you know, it's not just a quick fight. It's not your typical action movie type thing. You don't you don't see sprawling, um, like in the in the beginning. There's this battle. They these uh, fur. Um, these trappers who are trappers gathering the fur. fur, the fur you see, um, you know, that's worth a lot of money. So these um, Native Americans are attacking them to get the furs because they are on a mission to find what looks like the Indian chiefs. Um, I think it's the Indian chief anyway, uh, his daughter, because she was uh, stolen in the night, basically from their uh, home and so they're using you know these means to basically fund to continue going uh, you know get horses get supplies and everything and during this battle I mean it is brutal but what makes it 
even more brutal are is the fact that it's just like three to four characters per camera frame. Like you might see two characters in the background and two characters very up close and the car- and the camera's always moving and you're seeing everything but from a almost first person perspective and it really makes it very personal to see like somebody very I mean like the effects of somebody getting shot with an arrow even are yeah, that first scene is whew. yeah yeah it really it goes from like cowboys and Indians haha like you know old west fun time not fun time but like almost comic booky you know that that whole thing um to very harrowing and kind of gruesome just i don't i don't even know how to describe it but it just kind of sends chills down your back because you're like this is how it was this is like straight up how it probably was so yeah, I, I would say it is very it is a very brutal film, but it is also very beautiful in other in other ways too. It is a little artsy fartsy too. So if you haven't watched it yet, you know there's your artsy fartsy warning. But I would say it's pretty light on that. It's mostly just um, just pretty to look at. So kind of reminded me a little bit of True Grit because the the reboot the reboot reboot reboot. I am uh, reboot. <laughs> I'm reboot. Uh, oh the reboot of True Grit was kind of like still the classic story, but they they took more um, modern filmmaking, more of the the large open shots of mountains and everything, and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that's kind of what you get here is that um, that cinematic element. So yeah, I would really recommend this. You know, if you're not a huge movie goer, if you're not into like super um, filmy movies. Uh, I would wait and rent this for sure, but uh, it does look great on the big screen. So if you get a chance to see it on the big screen before it gets out of theaters, then and you're interested in something like this, then I would recommend it for sure. So, but uh, that's pretty much all I did, man. I had a slow week. <laughs> we worked tirelessly on that damn website. It it got into your brain didn't it when something didn't work and you're just like how the f do i fix oh, this yeah it's spending just, 30 spent, minutes like the one night we were up super late and just yeah yeah uh, that's been an alarming trend for me by the way yeah super late. i i've always been like that i get when i get stuck on something that i get very much tunnel vision on it and i have to <laughs> um i have to i can't stop until i fix it which i've, I've done a lot with on wordpress with various things and then it's kind of my approach to games at some at certain points as well mm-hmm. um you know, I haven't I haven't found a way to quite uh, drill that into uh, work in all you know facets yeah, yet. Well, but um, yeah, it's been a crazy few weeks there. So that's that's another that's another story. So uh, myself, in terms of what you plan, um, you know, not not a whole lot here because, like Lucas said, you know, the free time was kind of spent on the site, messing around with that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I did uh, another episode of the PSVG podcast last week, Friday, that went nice. up this weekend. And prior to that, you know, I, I you know, I had, hadn't really played anything in my 3DS. Um, I did, because I, I hadn't done it in forever. I was like, oh, I'm going to hop into Battlefront. And I played a few rounds uh, of Battlefront, because I hadn't played since the newest patch with, like, you know, uh, uh, Leia's Hoth, not Leia's Hoth gear, but her, uh, what was her, they gave her another um, costume oh, set. I uh, yeah, I don't remember. 
Gosh, what is that? She she was always no. in her Hoth gear. Oh, her Endor. Oh, is the Endor? I, yeah, I was going to say, I think it was Endor because it makes her hard to see. Yeah, her Endor fatigues, let's call it. And, you know, and for not playing <laughs> that game as well, like, I was dominating the kill-death ratio, and I only played a few rounds of, uh... Wow. Of, uh... What's the mode I like? Six on six with the... Uh... uh it's like droid? CTF. But, uh... A deli- the tr- where you have to get the... You have to pick cargo. up the cargo. Thank you. Gosh. Played a few rounds of that, and then, um... Other than that, you know, I... I kind of played a little bit of twilight princess just a, but um i haven't been able to make too much progress with that um uh, uh i don't know mm-hmm. it, I, I still enjoy the game it's just finding the time to to set down and do it and then um you know i was hoping i was trying to get through jessica jones before daredevil came out on friday and i i haven't done that i've got two episodes left but i'm i can it's weird because when i watch it i really enjoy it i just don't know why i you know i go through spurts for that I, I you know or i'm not watching it you know, I, I I enjoy the character. I like the actress that plays. I like I like all the characters in that. Except I, it hit me this time, the character that plays Simpson. I mean, the actor. I'm like, did they just really try to find like a poor man's Chris Evans? Because gosh, he look he looks he looks just like Chris Evans. I mean, he's a little bit bigger, but I mean, facial structure, like haircut, and everything. He's like, are they trying to get a guy who just looks like Chris Evans? Because that's that's what I'm getting here. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I I kind of enjoyed his character before, but now I'm just like God. He I'm just annoyed with him. I'm done, I'm sick of it. So I'm I I have to say though, David Tennant's probably the best part of that uh, that show so far. Like I I've never watched uh, his run as Doctor Who, but mm-hmm. I know everyone loves him. So uh, really really impressed with him as uh, as Kilgrave so far. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing that, and then I'll be jumping right into Daredevil. So. That's that's pretty much it for me, and uh, yeah. All right, perfect. all right, Lucas. We're doing because okay, folks. Back back insider backstage yeah. information. We go through a painstaking process to determine what remix is is fitting to be overclocked each mm-hmm. week. Sometimes a listener will say, "Hey, you should play this," and we go gladly. But today we're doing it differently, Lucas. Give them the scoop on the scientific process you discovered. <laughs> it's very scientific, very um, just, you know, we've spent a lot of time formulating this plan, basically. Uh, and so what's going to happen? What you got to do? Uh, what's going to happen is I have the main uh, ocremix.org page pulled up. And on the right, if you look at it, you will see the latest remixes. Every once in a while, uh, you know, one of these fancy gals will catch our eye and we'll throw it in with with uh, the OC remix for that for that week. And, uh, you know, every once in a while we do that. But today we're doing something a little different as opposed to having a, a game in mind or, you know, doing something like that where we search the website, you know, all sorts of time consuming things. Instead, uh, they have 20 latest remixes posted up here and Jason is going to blindly pick a number uh, these are listed from top to bottom so 1 is the top, 20 is the bottom, he's going to pick a number between 1 and 20 and that will be the OC remix that we play live am, on the air I'm going to go with 13 13, alright so 5 10 Ooh. 11, 12. Oh, gosh. Let me just double check because if this is true, then it's perfect. 
Well, here, let's go from 20. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13. Oh, I don't think... Wait, I think I counted terribly. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, It was one off. But uh, the one that you would have picked was going to be Earthworm Jim 2 uh. if I decided not to know how to do math and cal uh. calculating and basically just, at, at, you know, looking at things with my eyes. So instead, you came up with the very, like, you know, secondary, second place remix of Portal 2. Still good, though. Still good. Is it If it's a piano remix, we're going with Earthworm Jim. Uh, well, it's Reconstructing Lemons is what it is. Uh, I'm going to click on this, and I'll tell you about it. And then if we decide that we hate it, we can just go back and edit it like you picked Earthworm Jim. And then it'll be a piano re remix of Earthworm Jim. So what we've got is uh, Portal 2's, uh, this is called Reconstructing Lemons. Uh, the remixer is Chimpazilla, and the song is called Reconstructing Science. Again, this is ocremix.org, and uh, you can find remixes like this at that very website. I'm going to play the song now.
well, that definitely was a, a different process. It was kind of fun. Maybe we'll do it do it again in the future. I don't know. Why not? It's As sure. long as we don't get uh, duplicates. I try to keep it fresh with uh, what least game we sample from. So, yes. Um, you know, we've been doing this for, gosh, a few hundred. Like, I think we've got over 100 now. Um, yeah, it was pretty early so. into the, the run, so it's got to be at least over 100. But uh, you you got to keep it funky fresh, man. You can't be can't be you know throwing out those nasty jams. I don't no. know what I'm talking about. Let's no. move on. Nasty nasty jams. <laughs> nasty jams. All right, this is what you guys have been waiting for the whole episode. It is time for Netflixation this week, <gasps> featuring Helen Back, the adult animated comedy. Lucas, I know you've been itching to push that music bumper that you never get to play anymore oh i can push it boom Ooh, there it is let's do it's the netflix nation <laughs> let's do the synopsis jason lacy in a synopsis <laughs> after their buddy is accidentally sucked into hell two friends set off on a wild quest to rescue him in the process the duo encounters more than a few strange spirits including an alluring angel and the devil himself bum 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 there you have it there you have it. So this is a fairly yeah. recent film. I think what uh, last year, I think 2015, I believe. There it yeah. is. So it, it just it just hit Netflix within the past couple of weeks. Like I think just like that week actually uh, that I picked it was the week it hit Netflix. So, wow. um, nice job. I uh, yeah. Um, so how would you explain this to me if you were trying to get me to watch this uh, and I didn't know? It's an anime. It's a stop motion claymated dick joke comedy. <laughs> I mean, yes. yes this is. is this would be the type of movie that when I was like sixteen would want to watch. Well, yeah, and I mean, basically, you know, we normally do the elevator pitch thing right here, but really, the the story is pretty much broken down in the, for the most part, what you would really need to know. In the actual, the way that Netflix describes it. So, I mean, what more yeah. can be said? That's pretty much, you know, that's as simple as it gets. But like you said, through, it is. Yeah, through a, a, a blood pact, uh, a friend gets sent into hell. And before he, two friends that journey into hell to save him before he can be sacrificed by Satan. Essentially. Yep. Yep. All because he wanted to borrow a mint. Yep. Jason. And, yep. Isn't that funny? That uh, it was. <laughs> uh, you know, here's here's what I'm gonna say. I mean, okay. are, do we? I are do we just jump right into what we like, what we dislike? We don't really spend much time on the plot anymore, right? That's how we've no, because you know we assume that you've probably watched yeah. it, and if you haven't, then you know we're not gonna yeah. tell you the entire thing. Yeah, go watch okay. it. So for for me, what I liked is the fact that a it was stop motion. I love I always love stop motion animation. And yep. I want to see more films like that get made and do well, so they continue to be made. Yes, um, you know, I, I just I've always been fascinated with that arts. That's uh, I'm going to say art style. That's they have that form that I just I've always loved it as a kid and growing up. I still appreciate it. Um, so I really liked that, and I loved the the cast here. I loved the voice cast, and I, that was for mm-hmm. me. It was just like the best part was like picking apart and recognizing which actor did you know which voice. I mean, I right. love I I love Rob Riggles in most everything he does. So having him, he was the the, the friend that gets sent to hell. I can't I can't think of his uh, the character's actual name, but I, I love him. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> he, I mean, he mostly does you know 
uh, bit parts here and there, but I, I've always loved everything he does. And then TJ Miller, you know, from uh, he played uh, the, for lack of a better phrase, the quote unquote fat friend. Um, you know, <laughs> he, I feel like he was always had like small roles for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's really, I mean, he does, you know, Augie. He, Augie, he did a character on Gravity Falls. He was in uh, Daredevil, uh, not, excuse me, not Daredevil, but he was in um, uh, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays a, a awesome part in Silicon Valley. You know, he's he's really, and he, I mean, he does. I think he's a comedian too. But I mean, I I love his style of humor. I love his delivery on stuff. And then Nick Swartzen was the other main character, and um, yeah, I, eh, his was you know just all right. But his um, character was a huge problem for yeah. me. But I'll talk yeah. about that later. So I mean, but I mean, I think that pretty much sums up what I liked about it. Um. Yeah, I, <laughs> that'll tell you. That pretty much tells you everything you need to know, right there. That yeah, was. Yeah, uh, when we do more of our complete thoughts, we'll get into that. But go ahead. Yeah. What, I mean, what did, what did well, you like here? You know, I agree. I think that the I I had no issues with the art style. I don't know what it is about um, claymation, but especially when it's done well, I I I really like it here because it's very smooth, very clean looking, without feeling um, shiny or like. You know what I mean? Like there's, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like clay movies can seem cheap, I guess, or something like that when they're not done right. So yeah, I really liked that. I I liked the claymation. I thought it looked great. I thought that the aesthetic overall was kind of cool because they start out in this, um, they start out in this uh, theme park thing that's kind of like on a pier or something like that. Uh, so yeah, and then they go to hell, obviously, and even that was not your stereotypical hell for the most part. It it kind of was, in that it looked cavish, but there were elements to it that looked interesting, like the devil's um, uh, inner sanctum or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the voice cast was was okay. I uh, I I didn't realize Bob Odenkirk. I think I forgot that he was the voice of the devil. <laughs> So I was like, yeah. wait a minute. I think I real I recognize that voice. Uh, I got to say that I didn't like uh uh what's his name who did who does the carnival carnival barker at the beginning. He's not in it for very long, but uh he's got this he already has kind of a nasally voice anyway. And so when he made it even extra nasally, I was just like, oh gosh, I can't I can't stand you know, it. When I was looking at that character too, I I, I kept he looks reminds me exactly of the the bad guy in Box Trolls. Yes, he does. He really does. Yeah, it's very similar. Um, All right, I'll look it. I'll try to look it up here. I don't remember what that um, character's name was anymore. I want to say that it, he is like the the carney or something like that. Some something the carney or something of that nature. But uh, another person. The one that actually stood out as being great, and I didn't know he was going to be in it at all, was uh, Paul F. Tompkins. He did great. Like some of the funniest parts for me um, were when he when they show bits of hell, and it's like uh, there's a oh. there's a part where he's trying to order a pizza because it's a Taco Bell slash Pizza <laughs> Hut put together, and uh, the 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 demon is like, uh, "Go ahead, try try and order a pizza." He's like. Okay, well, pepperoni pizza, I guess. We're all out of pepperoni pizza. <laughs> you know, okay, yeah. order another pizza. So uh, to hear Paul F. Tompkins be this, like, really kind of 
just sort of go with the flow, like, oh, slightly annoyed. Um, that was, uh, that was, uh, oh God, uh, Brian Posen was the Brian Posen. Yeah. Was the commie. yeah, he uh oh yeah, it's right there. Now that you said his name, I can actually find it. Yeah, I lo- I like him well enough, but yeah, his voice just grates on me sometimes. Um you know, I kind of feel like that's all I got as far as what I liked. Uh it looked okay. It uh it had a surprisingly decent cast behind it and uh you know, they did what they could with it. <laughs> But I think we both have some issues with this film. Uh, yeah. And I think that's probably where we're going to spend a lot of our time. Because, I mean, I I will I acknowledge that it takes a lot of work, especially to make a stop-motion film. But, I mean, well, let's just get into it. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay, so uh, what we disliked. Okay, um... This is probably, you know, it's just a change in my my maturity, my maturation of life. You know, younger me would have loved this, but, you know, thinking back, like, you know, I, I tried to watch the, uh, it's on Netflix because I, I heard about it. I was still actively listening to one of Kevin Smith's podcasts at the time. Um, and when I was pumped, it was finally on. There was uh, one that uh, Jason Mewes produced it. It's uh, Jay and Simon Bob, super groovy cartoon movie. And I tried okay. to, I've tried to watch this, and I think I've made it like twenty minutes into it. I just cannot do it. It's just, just constant like dick sex jokes, fuck this, yeah. pot that constantly, and I just, I can't, I can't do it, you know. And I, I felt, I felt that same way uh, with this. Like for every, you know, decently funny joke, it was just too much reliance on. I mean, and I knew, I going into this, I we knew, I knew it was going to be a crude humor you know and right. not to say that i'm like oh i'm offended by this or you know i'm being approved here but i just i'm not i'm just i'm not i'm too sophisticated for that i'm just <coughs> excuse me i'm just I, I want a little bit more well you know because I, I agree it's a lazy joke telling mechanic for me is the reason why i don't like it it's very easy to just uh like Club the Carney says, I'll punch your dick off with my mouth, bro, because they're, <laughs> yeah. they're trying to, they're getting in this confusing, like, he's sort of into guys, but, like, that's not funny. I'll punch your dick off with my mouth, bro. Like, it's a very lazy, it's not even a joke. It's just dumb humor. And, like you said, it's not for me, that's for sure. So, sorry, yeah. please continue. Oh, yeah, it was just so much of that. And then, like, um, I just there there was a lot of misogynistic stuff going on that I just was <laughs> yeah. it it made me feel uncomfortable. Like I I would like I remember I watched this on uh, Jessica's iPad uh, Sunday evening while she was watching something else. Something else. I was like, oh, I have to watch my uh, Netflix movie. She's like, oh, is it something I'm gonna like? I'm like, no. <laughs> I like first it first it's like it's 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 uh, stop motion animation. She's like, oh, never mind. And I'm like, Checked I'm so glad right because there's no way that she would ever want to watch something like this. You know, she would have been, a, not only would she be offended, but it was just, you know, I, I, I feel like you'd have to be a very specific demographic to, to watch this. I, I just feel like most a typical, like a, 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 an adult woman would be incredibly offended to watch this mainly like how over-sexualized uh, Mila Kunis's character is. 
And then, I was surprised that she kept most of her clothes on, though. That yeah, I, I was waiting for, sure for that. I was see yeah. Demon tits. yeah, I was waiting for well, that. Well, we do, but not hers. Not hers. <laughs> and then like the whole like the Barb, the angel, you know that whole. Yeah. I mean, so that bugged me. I mean, voiced by Susan Sarandon, by the way. <laughs> so, Miss Sarandon, your skills have faded with age. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, that was it. Just made me un- uncomfortable watching it a little bit. Um, and it, you know, I, it, I guess it's it just not. It wasn't for me, I guess. And I, I, those are those are enough things that stood out for me that I'm gonna say that I dislike. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna agree with you there. Like I said, I think it's a, a lazy way to to write. It's not even jokes, really. Like you, it's just like. Like I'm so okay. Here's another one. I'm so scared my shit just shit its pants. Like y- yeah, it doesn't make me laugh. Uh, another one is it's true that I cover my sadness with carbs. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of hammering the joke home. Like it's enough to say that. Uh, I think there's one part. One part where the there's like a crystal ball reading old lady, and she says that. Um, nobody likes you because or she, like he effectively rapes his hand or something. Yes. That's the, that's the type of humor that we're going with and they don't, mm-hmm. it's an adult animated comedy. So I can't be mad at it for that, but like they make another three jokes about it. Like they constantly repeat it. It's like, yes. So, so you have sex with your hand and it doesn't want to, and you're effectively ra- And it's like, okay, we get the joke. It, it wasn't really funny the first time. And now it's really not funny because it's it's not a joke. It's just weird back and forth banter, and it's especially heavy at the at the front. I found it to be slightly better as it kind of went. I don't know if I got more used to it or if it's because they actually had something to do. Because that's the other thing, is that um, for the first like before they go into hell, it really all feels forced in that none of them really have anything to do, and a lot of the stuff that could have been visually cool just get talked about and there's no like visual jokes at all. And I thought that was uh, a huge hole in what could have been kind of cool at the beginning. Like they, they talk about the, they talk about the, um, the carnival, but they never really show much of it really. And they mm-hmm. talk about things that have happened, but they don't show the things that happen. They just say them. And so I feel like, those were better jokes or better situational humor than just talking about them. They could have showed them and it would have been funny. Um, So yeah, I definitely agree with you. I'm not going to be mad at it because it's an adult animated comedy. I've watched plenty of those that I thought were, you know, pretty funny. Um, It was just lazy writing. I felt like Uh, there were a few things that made me almost crack a smile, but for the most part, I was pretty much straight faced throughout this movie. And I didn't really get offended. I don't really get offended that easily. Uh, but I would say that like, kind of like you, I kind of felt like, gosh, I hope nobody <laughs> walks in on me watching this movie. Cause it, <laughs> like you said, it's just a bunch of dick jokes and, and, uh, gay jokes and just like the lowest common denominator humor, the, the low hanging fruit. Yeah. The low brow. And it just doesn't, um, play well, uh, kind of picking back off of that. I did not, I didn't like any of these characters at all. Uh, probably the devil I liked the most, 
Um, <sighs> but Remy, the I what I would say is kind of the main. Well, he I don't even think Remy's the main character. No, I think Augie is. Yeah, it kind of balances between Remy and Augie, but Remy is really just played up. Really, it's hard to like him. Yeah, and his his he he's a giant dick. I don't know why anyone's his friend. And um, his motive, he has no motivation. I don't even know why he ends up going to hell because he even says because uh, Augie he doesn't want to. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, so very like string bear reasoning behind that. And um, his look doesn't really match up with what you would consider him to to want to be like. He looks kind of emo-y weird, I guess. Like, he almost looks like a Tim Burton character. But then he wants to do, like, he wants to be a part of a uh, a bro fraternity, basically, where, what did he say? That they'll all go to bath- the bathroom at the same time, and there'll be five toilets in the bathroom, and they'll all look at each other in the eyes when yes. they go, and they'll yes. all read. And it's like, that's not funny. Yeah, I, Just saying things doesn't make it funny. Sorry, I, I hate to keep going back to that, but yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So he's completely unlikable. Even though Augie seems like the main character, he doesn't have a lot to do, unfortunately, other than be pissed off at Remy. Um, Kurt is the other guy's name. He's not really in it that long. No. So really, the devil. I mean, the devil takes up most of the time. I feel like. Uh. Orpheus, the the character of Orpheus was like that's where a lot of the um, sexual uh, mis- misogynistic stuff came from, uh, and then all the yeah all the female characters basically were what few there were were just basically uh, sexualized. Uh, over-sexualized characters mm-hmm. that really didn't have a lot of function in the story. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, the humor, unfortunately, wasn't that interesting to me. I didn't think it played well. I didn't think that there were a lot of characters to like. And, um, yeah, I think those are the two just really big things that that bugged me about this movie. Yeah, I think we just wanted a little bit more. You know? Yeah. Well, and especially oh, that. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll say this too, with that voice cast, man, that really promises a lot. And I'm as much as I like to see these people in, or you know, hear them voice acting and stuff. I just was really underwhelmed by almost all of the performances. To be honest with you, like Danny McBride, especially, like you can tell it's him, but I don't know. It just didn't come off very well. I thought Mila Kunis did okay considering what she was given, but I feel like mm-hmm. she's having done family guy for so long. She's kind of used to that whole thing. Uh, so she has some experience there, but yeah, like it just uh, like H John Benjamin is in there and he plays a, a of course a raping tree, <laughs> a raping tree. Yeah. Uh, well, he's trying to get help at least, but uh, he, <laughs> he, you know, he just kind of phones it in basically. So yeah, I guess that's more of a nip. I should say that's more of a nitpick. It doesn't ruin the movie, but I really just expected more from that voice cast. So those are the, the those are my big problems with this. And if it's a comedy movie, it should be funny. Hmm. Uh, I mean, since we already kind of went into a nitpick territory, I think uh, for me, the whole character of Orpheus, which Danny McBride plays, which mm-hmm. it just bugs me, like how he's like 
I'd say he's brofius. You know, the, just <laughs> yeah. like the slang and everything he's using. Uh, it just pulled the character. I I mean, let's he say He tries so to many... kiss his daughter after yeah. he finds out it's his daughter. Yeah, there's so many other things I can nitpick here. I mean, it's just... There's... Okay, I mean... I guess I'm just going to nitpick at the whole thing. With with adult animation and, it, you know, we're... It, it needs to be for me it has to be smarter you know look at like the comic look at like yeah. stuff we get like um with like futurama or you know I, I haven't watched it but it's you know very popular bob's burgers or like rick and morty and all the things we get like on adult swim and this 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 kind of like you said it kind of for me it looks like it's trying to hit the 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 frat house demographic in a way and younger you know i feel like if i was 15 or 16 and i somehow got to watch this i'd be like oh this is awesome you know but i've grown out of those tastes you know and i i want and i'm it's just it's not for me anymore and Mm -hmm. you know i not to take any way from take anything away from those that worked on this or were involved in this it's just it it, it's not something that appeals to me anymore i i'm i was really i was because i i i Listening to the, watching the trailer and things like that, I had a feeling this is what I was going to get from it. But mm-hmm. I, I was hopeful for, from the, some of the the, po- the more positive scenes that I did enjoy. I was hoping that we'd see a bit more. And, and um, so my nitpick's going to be the whole thing because I, I I just kind of let down. I was expecting for just a little bit more, and it, it just didn't. It failed to deliver. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I my my nitpick pretty much the only I guess the only one I had was the cast, and it could have been. It could have been good. I actually have a looking at IMDb. Somebody kind of put it very well in their user review um, on IMDb. And this is by BK Rouser, I think. Uh, This person says, don't get me wrong. I'm no shrinking violet when it comes to crude, rude and politically incorrect jokes, uh, blah, blah, blah. But crudeness for crudeness sake does not a good movie make. The film features bluntly stated dialogue discussing lewd sex acts, the shame of virginity in your 20s, and one unbearably drawn out discussion of tree rape that is brought up several times. That whole that whole (laughs) thing, too. I couldn't believe that was in there. Immediately, I'm thinking I I pulled to our discussion about. um, (laughs) Oh, gosh. Why is the. uh, Evil Dead, you know. Yeah. But then I'm like, it just the whole song, and I'm, oh boy, it just. I rarely uh, find rape funny, and I mean, I'm not. Again, I'm not. I don't really. It could be a really dirty joke. I've heard some really awful jokes in my time, and some of them do make me laugh. You're friends and, with Michael, right? Exactly, and they can be the most. And that's part of the joke is that they are so awful that I would never like we would never tell them to anyone else in any seriousness so that's part of the joke too but like I don't shy away from that stuff but rape in particular is not really that funny just like I've never really found abortion to be that funny and I don't feel that it's because I am a prude or anything just like you said like I don't feel like I'm that way I just don't think that they make for particularly funny jokes Um, even this person said that the ones that they found the funniest were the subtle ones like the Taco Bell slash Pizza Hut um, joke. And so I think, like you said, you put it perfectly, basically. And that's that it the in te- the movie itself just needs to be smarter. But in particular, the humor just is so crass and from a from a functional standpoint is just very blunt and very rough around the edges so and 
these are people who've written for Robot Chicken and stuff like that. So I just really am surprised that it turned out this way because a lot of this stems from writing. I think it's a competently made movie. It looks fine. I had no issues from those standpoints. Sounds fine. Looks fine. Uh, you know, everything from the quality of it was great. Mm-hmm. No issue there. But the writing itself, the story, the jokes were just just not there. Just didn't show up. So. So, yeah, that's that's my opinion. and I'm sticking to it, Jason. There you go. There you go. Uh, fun facts. There, we don't really have any this week. Yeah, there wasn't any on IMDb. There were no facts that were fun, apparently. No, so you don't get any fun facts. Uh, listener feedback. Drum roll, please. <laughs> we don't have any. Fail yeah. boat. Maybe Fail everyone's... boat. <laughs> Maybe everyone's smarter than us and realized this was going to be a terrible movie. I was told it, uh, we were crazy for doing an Netflixation because Daredevil's out, so everyone is watching Daredevil. That's that probably true? true. Internet, you, would you like to comment? Daredevil. Daredevil. Well, you know, that'll happen. That'll happen. Uh, Netflix, guess for us. I was a three. Yeah. Looks like Lucas, you had a two. I did. And I did. shall we? Well, for me, it, it, it was, I, I was, I waffled a bit on this between a three. And I'm going to go with a two just because I have to trust my gut instinct here. And I'd rather, I would lean. I'm leaning more towards a two than a than a, a three. So, well, you know that's that's a uh, that's interesting because uh, I think I'll rate it a two as well. I, I that's pretty much what I was kind of thinking. So Netflix got it right on for me, which is weird because probably based on many of th- the things that would fall into this category, I've rated highly, but. But yeah, for the reasons that we've already outlist or listed, it's just it does not come together well. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, so if you're in the mood, I mean, if you're in the mood for a raunchy trip, I mean, it's gonna hit the, it's gonna hit all those. Um, yeah, I just don't know when that you. when is that mood, <laughs> when does yeah. that mood happen? When's that mood? And I just and like I said, I really wanted. Like there's like the set pieces. There's a lot of spots where like the the animation and things are really cool looking. And it's just disappointing. Like because I I want to see more more stuff like this. You know, there's great um, animated features that appeal to both adults and children. Like you know, Paranorman or um, mm-hmm. some other more recent films. But I, and that but that's more. Uh, I believe that's a 3D. That's a 3D stop motion film. But I'd love to see. I want to see more things like this happening. I know like uh, tell them Steve Dave. You know they're they're doing their own Christmas special, and mm-hmm. it's it's styled after those classic um, Christmas movies from you know the way back when. You know your Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and I, I expect fully expect that to be much in the vein of this as well. But I I want to see more things like this happen, and I want to see I want to see that that art that art form to continue to progress. So yeah, um, I agree. It is what it is. I mean, we can't always have it's Netflixation. You never know what you're going to get. I I I have no regrets for picking this. I am. I'm sad that I'm nothing else. I'm sad in that I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as I would, obviously would have hoped, but yeah. And I, it wasn't hard for me to make it through. Like I, yeah, I, I wasn't mean, it, sitting there yeah. going, Oh God, I hate this. So I don't just not my, just not my taste probably. And, uh, 
you know, like you said, for some people, it might work. Didn't work for me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's bounce back in a couple weeks. Lucas, what uh, yeah. would you would you pick for us for next time? Well, you know, I waffled around a lot today because I was like, oh, I have to pick the next Netflixation. That's right. So, you know, it's hard to say what I'm going to feel like watching in two weeks. But uh, I kind of went around and was looking at stuff, trying to see, you know, what kind of film I want to pick. And eventually I was like, "Ah, I should probably just do something that's on my list already because I had started to pick out some back when Netflixation was its own thing. Mm -hmm. And this is one of them, uh, I believe. Or I may have added it just on in passing. Either way, it doesn't matter because it's called Cruel and Unusual. It's an independent, Ooh. imagine that, crime drama that wait, Netflix wait, describes. Lucas picked an independent film? <laughs> it's actually kind of, it's pretty just, easy to pick. Just clarifying. It's very easy to find independent films on Netflixation because if they don't get a film, if they don't get a movie theater release, then this is pretty much their only other avenue besides direct to DVD. But anyway, Netflix describes Cruel and Unusual as this. In a mysterious institution, a man wrongly condemned for killing his wife is sentenced to to relive her murder every day forever. Um, This stars probably a bunch of people that you will have no idea who they are. Uh, David Richmond Peck, Bernadette Sackerball, Sackerball, Michelle Harrison, among others, there's not just three people in the film, but uh, those are three that they decided to list first. Okay. Um, my my guess for this movie was a 3.5. Uh, Netflix looks like it has me at like a 3 point, I mean a 2.9, so we're just going to go a 3. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that's uh, two weeks from now. Cruel two and unusual. There you go. There you All go. right. Perfect. Perfecto stupendoso. Yes. Ah, oh, well, we've survived Netflixation. We've got you know, we've given you an overclocked remix. You've heard IRL. That can mean it's only one thing left on the show. The grab mm. bag. You know, I, I don't even feel like playing the music today. Wow. We can't even, folks, we can't even get the music out of him. Do us a favor. You gotta give Lucas some 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 mailbag items for the next time so he, he can he can come back in full spirit for us. So yes. um, adding to the usual um, content of the grab bag, we'll, we'll include the Flux to Oops section, who's Ooh. who's lately been supplied by a friend of the show, uh, Kevin, who also does uh, – he's not part of the PSVG team as well, but um, Kevin Austin. So <laughs> much as we thought, as I, I thought I would say when I was describing the uh, Triforce during <laughs> – um, Link Between Worlds. The correct split up was Zelda had the Triforce of Wisdom, Ganon has the Triforce of Power, and Link has the Triforce of Courage. But at least I man up and say, I'm going to get this wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> so when you say Triforce, you mean an individual... Yes. They're, they're okay. still, even when they're split up, they're still called the Triforce of... Because oh, technically they're still... Tri- they, I mean, they are triangular, so they are technically a triangular piece. <laughs> they're triangular. They have forces. Therefore, yeah. they're still a triforce. Yep. So that, I mean, that's the thing. They're, they they're called the, you know the individual triforce, and then they come together and they make a triforce. You know, this is a real um actually moment. Um <laughs> actually, yeah, exactly right. Uh, that's okay I, though. I'm sure there's probably more flex to oops, and we probably have flex to oops and uh, 
in this episode as well. Usually Michael was actually a strong purveyor of the flux to oops section, but yeah, he has not. Well, by the way, flux to oops kind of sounds like a cereal, <laughs> mm, a delicious fruity, fruity cereal. Yeah. Uh, and that's really, that's all we got in the grab bag. So, you know, that's... by all means, if you guys ever want to contribute to the grab bag, you can hit us up on Facebook, on Twitter, on Google Plus. If you use that, we have an email. You can, it's the show at flexdepost.com. And uh, as far as that goes, I mean, we'd love to get some feedback from all of you on, you know, the changes to the website. You know, we have new out, al- we have a whole new design, uh, artwork, color scheme. We'd love to get your opinions on that. Um and we have and? uh uh the much uh, talked about web uh YouTube series uh Backlog Diaries has hit the web uh two episodes are up there <laughs> now on the Fluxposed Twitter uh, Fluxposed Twitter the Fluxposed <laughs> YouTube space uh I'm sure episode three will be coming out this week and then um, a couple more to finish it out but feel free to check it out let us know your thoughts it's you know kind of a let's play backlog journey fun style. Super mm-hmm. happy time. Uh, don't forget about the drawing. Uh, you can enter to win oh, a yes, uh, CD you. key. Did we did we decide what what game we want to do? Because I think well, we have a few. But we have a few games, we and we, what we had said is based on the entries, we would just draw winners and let people pick. So we've oh, got that's a good idea. We've got numerous keys to give out. Um, Lucas, do you want to? Do you have the list handy? You want to do the rundown? Uh, again, I think I remember it was Shadowrun uh, Dragonfall. Uh, which is basically Shadowrun 2, and then the original Shadowrun Returns. So we have two of those uh, each, and then mm-hmm. we have a Magicka 2 copy. Uh, I think, uh, oh, yeah, Oceanhorn. Oceanhorn, yep. Yeah, Oceanhorn, uh, the Warhammer Tactics game, and uh, I don't remember what the third one was. There was one other one. I'm sure there was another one. one. So all you had to do was answer. We asked you in the last week's episode, 106, we asked a specific question. All you need to do is email us with the answer to that, and you are automatically entered. I mean, this is us giving a gift to you for taking the time to listen to the show, saying thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. We want to, you know, gift these away to you guys. Um, I know, you know, PC gaming isn't quite the alluring gem that it once was, but... uh, Feel free to take advantage of this. We want to say thanks, and we'd love to give these away to you guys. So answer that question. Also, I do want to mention that a lot of these are Linux, Mac, and Windows compatible. Mm. And some of them even don't really require very strong hardware to run. Yeah, these aren't like crazy 3D. You know, you're not going to have to have uh, Battlefront specs to pull this off or be able to (laughs) hook up an Oculus Rift. But can it play Crisis, though? Uh, Yes. Sorry, a little PC joke there. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. I want to play that music. That yeah, I think you can play that music because it is time to bring the show to an end. So at, at this point, you know, I just want to say thank you for everyone for listening. Um, you know what? You should check out other shows that we like. Friends of our show. Uh, I do another one. Uh, it's called the Played Some Video Games. They have a website and a podcast. You should check that out. Uh, our friends over at Tap the Craft, Denny and John, do a great little craft beer podcast. Uh, friend of the show Nathan his, uh, if you like movies uh, that's entertaining uh, Lucas do you have any any shows you want to plug um no not really <laughs> <laughs> no I don't do anything no uh, yeah, I mean other than I will hopefully be contributing to Backlog Diary uh, Diary's here pretty soon um, other than that no I don't uh-huh. think so 
All right. Well, on that note, follow the show at Flex Depose. Follow us, JW Lacey, Heavy Metal underscore Riff. And uh, we'll see you next week for another another episode of Flex Depose. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. Juxtapose is copyright material. (laughs) Yes? Don't copy it. I I probably should have said, Copy it, you will not. (laughs) Yes? (laughs) Mine, mine, mine? Food, you call this? Hmm? Podcast? (laughs) How big you can clean food? It It eventually just turns into Miss Piggy. Let's just be honest here. You will be. You will be. be. I'm keeping all of this in, by the way. <laughs>